the experience of being there and seeing, you know, the, the grills all fired up and, and, you know, the, the smells and the set, like it gets all of your senses. It's the, it's that retail experience, right? There is a product category that uh, our members sell across all of our categories that touches uh, as many senses as outdoor cooking does. For those that are not in the business, it is the time to not just stick your toe in the water, but commit to some relevant floor space and commit to uh, picking up some brands. Welcome into the Independent Thinking Podcast. This is your host, Rob Stott. I always love the opportunity to talk to uh, Mr. John Lang, our Director of Appliances and Outdoor here at Nationwide Marketing Group. And um, the guy, you know, is so knowledgeable about everything he does, honestly, but, you know, specifically talking right now about the outdoor space and um, creating just a, a really awesome experience for our members at every prime time, uh, especially, you know, if you think back to Orlando. Uh, this past August and and what he was able to do with the primetime backyard and, um, you know, bringing together all of our, our different vendor partners in the outdoor space and not just grills. Like the first thing that comes to mind is grills when you think of uh, the outdoor space and, um, you know, past primetimes here at Nationwide Marketing Group. But in Orlando, John brought together, we had furniture uh, vendor partners, a CE out there. There was the um, you know, the grills, of course, and, and all of the, the wonderful things they, they do from a uh, an entertainment and experience perspective with the cooking and the smells and hitting all your senses, but um, to the the cooling products that that kept the environment under that tent, you know, where it could be scorching hot or could have been scorching hot, and really made it a comfortable experience and, and atmosphere for uh, attendees that that walked through the backyard. So, I mean, he's just he's thought about every detail of that primetime backyard experience, and um, you know, we took this opportunity here at the, the start of the year and um, to, to review sort of how that went and look ahead. We're kind of in between the two shows right now, right? Uh, you know, I, will, I say in between, but uh, just a few weeks out really from, from primetime in uh, Dallas at the end of March. And I uh, wanted to give John uh, the opportunity to reflect on what happened in, or- in Orlando and how that went and um, give us a little preview of what we could expect, you know, uh, uh, as we get closer to Dallas and, and when we get there, you know, what that backyard experience will be like, how it'll change, what'll be different or what'll be the same. Um, and of course, too, you know, obviously talking about the the backyard, but uh, outdoor in general and the opportunity that this industry um, presents, this market, uh, the opportunity for our retailers to get involved, no matter the area of the country you're in, because uh, as we saw in the backyard, there's cooling, there's heating, there's all sorts of you know ways you can get involved in outdoor um, you know, the outdoor experience. So just a, a wonderful industry. Uh, always love diving into it with Mr. Lang, and uh, that's what we do here. So let's get into it. This is John Lang, our Director of Appliances and Outdoor here on the Independent Thinking Podcast. All right, we are back on the Independent Thinking Podcast and diving into, uh, you know, I, I always love starting the year with some fun conversations and uh, what better than, you know, we're sitting here, I, I'm in the, you know, Philly metro, so it's like rainy and snowy, but what better time to think about the outdoors, right, Mr. Lang? <laughs> Absolutely. Just that dream, that dream space. Oh, I love it. Uh, Mr. John Lang, our uh, guru for the outdoor and appliances space here at Nationwide Marketing Group. Appreciate you jumping on and uh, helping us kick off, um, you know, another year of podcasts here. So, uh, you know, excited to have you back on and 
Uh, we got a lot to dive into, so I'm, I'm excited to do it with you today. Great. Me too. Awesome. Well, let's, you know, we're in the new year, but let's uh, look back real quick at 2022. Um, what, what sort of things stuck out to you about the past year that, that you were keeping an eye on? Um, or, you know, how did the year end up for our, our dealers in the outdoor space? Yeah. So, you know, a year ago, uh, we were emphasizing with our dealers the importance of, uh, you know, getting their preseason orders in because it's going to be tough on inventory, you know, post 2021. And uh, really felt that 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 was still true until, frankly, sometime in Q1, late Q1, early Q2, where we really started feeling the uh, softness at retail. And so inventories uh, started building up at retailers, uh, building up at the manufacturer vendor level as well. So it was uh, a challenging, uh, it ended up being a challenging year, honestly. I think uh, there's no official stats on this industry, but as we look at sources like Trackline or NPD or HPBA, which is Hearth and Patio Association's feedback, uh, and talking to vendors, it was um, in the 19 to 20% off range uh, in 2022. Um, so tough year. Um, you know, the, it really goes back to kind of a dichotomy of consumers. Those that um, maybe wanted to buy something uh, based on their wants, just to have a new uh, widget in their in their outdoor space versus a need. And so we're going back to 2019 in many phases, and it is more based on needs versus wants for most purchasers. Um, and that economic uncertainty probably will remain a little bit. We'll talk about 2023, but uh, impacting that, I think, was just rising prices, economic uncertainty were the were the primary drivers. So the discretionary buyer um, is uh, limited to, I would say, the more um, luxury, premium and luxury buyer. We're seeing that in appliances as well, mm -hmm. uh, but also in the outdoor space, that those that have money are still spending it. And that's yeah. the... Good news here as we go into 2023. Yeah, and I mean, I, I gotta imagine, you know, because it's something we're seeing. It, it, your your story isn't unlike what other industries are facing. Not, and that you know extends beyond just the the walls of a nationwide retailer. But I, comparing it to a really tough time too, <laughs> like aren't we? Because spending was so high uh, as consumers were. You know, you think back to 21 and even you know late 2020 when. Um, they stuck at home finding things to do and, you know, ways to spend money. And, and they were doing it on the areas that, you know, they wanted to improve the living at home. So it's, it's crazy to, you say returning to 19. And I think that's kind of the message we were sharing. You think back to Orlando and how things were sort of normalizing or resetting, if you will, to what the, the, the trend line was like prior to a pandemic, you know, taking over. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the good news, we had our uh, buy fairs, you know, in Orlando, our primetime event, <clears throat> and that went uh, really well. Um, the the uh, energy by the members still is there. Uh, you know, they're still getting foot traffic, but fine, you know, we're back to where we have to go find that consumer now uh, versus uh, the, them just walking in or calling up and saying, you know, I'd like to buy this. Um Orlando was was a really great event for us. We were able to introduce three new brands to uh, nationwide members: uh, Blackstone Griddles, which is the number one griddle vendor partner in the business. Um, and then, secondly, we added uh, our first high end P 
uh, call it a pizza oven. I like to refer to them as outdoor ovens because they cook a lot more than just pizza. And then uh, another company that's US based with US built product called Golden's Cast Iron, who makes some really cool uh, product uh, relative to a Kamado style cooking as well as uh, fire pits. So uh, new vendors, we've got some coming for 23 as well when we talk about that. Yeah. So. Well, I like how we're splitting this because we're going to, we're, we're taking the first half to focus on 22. And you mentioned Orlando, and, and we'll get to new vendors and what to expect coming up here in early 23. But uh, to, to wrap up 22, you mentioned Orlando and that outdoor space and the primetime backyard that was, uh, we say backyard, that, that was a massive backyard. I, I would love to have a backyard that big with, with that much product in it. And, um, you know, what you talk about the new vendors that were there. What was that overall experience like for you to, to see just what that brought to the table at a show like primetime and um, how it really put outdoor, and not just the outdoor grills. Like, I, yeah, we had furniture, we had electronics featured in there as well. And um, to see that, you know, what, what was it like for you, and what did you learn from that experience? Well, you know, the Gaylord uh, uh, Palm in uh, Orlando is a fantastic facility for that venue, uh, for us to, to be able to have an outdoor experience to show members that uh, while they don't want to necessarily do it on that scale, it's important to to have demonstrations. Um, at their promotional events. We're doing demonstrations at our buy fair. You know, we had, uh, what, eight vendors out there cooking uh, for two days. And they put a lot of energy and effort uh, and time and money into uh, cooking outside. So that was a lot of fun. And uh, what we learned, I think, is the important uh, importance of uh, that food is much better than hotel food. So you need to bulk up during, <laughs> bulk up during the uh, noon, uh, noon hour. Uh, but it's a really cool experience. And, and as you said, a lot of differentiation in products between consumer electronics, uh, furniture products, um, uh, the different cooking products we have, outdoor comfort products. Uh, you know, it just shows the breadth of opportunity for dealers to uh, get into. And for those that weren't there, uh, you know, it was it was a great experience, and we hope to bring that to you when we talk to uh, this group about uh, primetime 2023. Yeah, uh, well, you mentioned the food before we get off of it. That the heat, you talk yeah. about hot kitchens and not being able to stand the heat. I think I may, even made that crack during our uh, our live uh, fa- Facebook live. So, well, that great plug there too. If you missed what the Orlando experience was like, our Facebook page, Nationwide Marketing Group, has a a phenomenal walkthrough. John, Mr. Lang walking us through the backyard and showing us what was. Uh, on display there. So, I mean, the food was incredible. The environment out there was incredible. It shows that you talk about the comfort products too, with how hot it was and being able to use the cooling fans and things like that to really make that space um, enjoyable, like really enjoyable just to see all of the different variety of brands, variety of food they were bringing to the table. Um, It was just a lot of fun. It was fun. Yeah. Uh, Well, now you you talk about Dallas and 23 back at a Gaylord property and um, you know, take some of those learnings. What what do you hope to apply to this new experience as we get to, to Dallas in March here? So, uh, you know, as we look at this upcoming prime time in Dallas, uh, March 25th through the 28th, as well as subsequent ones, uh, it really depends on the venue as to what we're going to be able to do. And at this juncture, uh, this appears to be uh, the last best opportunity we have to demo and have an outdoor experience for the next three shows because of the locations we'll be in and the time of year. Yep. So uh, we're really excited about uh, Dallas. Uh, the Gaylord there has a, a decent place for us to demo right down from the show floor, one, one level of escalator uh, uh, floor. So um, we plan on demoing. We plan on having some outdoor vendors that aren't 
cooking, but are showing their wares as well. Um, and we know that we're going to have a great turnout uh, in Dallas because our uh, I think it's a central location, number one. It's not east or west. And number two, we have such great support from the nationwide southwest uh, region that we anticipate they're going to turn out in droves. So we expect a lot of member companies there at that show. I, all I hope for is that the vendors bring enough food because it's gonna it is gonna be hopping. We're expecting a good show down there, and uh, they're gonna be cooking. May I don't know if they have backup cooks they can bring with them uh, outdoor, <laughs> uh, you know, expertise in that area. But you know, I'd love to. I, I guarantee you. I guarantee you, they will make it a great experience yeah. and uh, uh, well worth a member's time to. Uh, come and, and uh, spend some time with us. Yeah, I mean, and not even just like, the experience of being there and seeing, you know, the, the grills all fired up and, and you know, the, the smells and the set, like it gets all of your sense. It's, the, it's that retail experience, right? You're showing how these products can be used in a, you know, uh, if you have, if your store has the space to be able to do something like that or you host an event where you, you can break these grills mm. out and put them to use. I mean, it, it hits on what that experience could be like for the customer at your store uh, to, to really show this this category off and create um, really, a me- I mean, it's memorable for us to be there and experience all that. I imagine for the members as well, turn that around, use it on your customers in, in your own local store. So a lot to learn. Uh, from yeah, I, I'm still a proponent of, you know, there is a product category that uh, our members sell across all of our categories that touches uh, as many senses as outdoor cooking does. Uh, assuming you're able to actually cook outdoors um, and show them the product and have them smell it and taste it and um, see it all, yeah. all, all the senses, even here. Yeah. So. Uh, well, we know, you know, you think back to August and I know to our own independent thinking magazine. And I, I know that um, the back half of the year before, really before the start of the back half of the year, you were a big proponent of getting ready for uh, that's when you should be preparing your outdoor for the following year is getting ahead on that. So, at a show, you know, like the the upcoming one in Dallas, what's the focus for outdoor uh, at that time of year in March? You know, when the members are down there, what should they be looking at and and thinking about as they, um, you know, approach the outdoor category? Well, I think you know, vendor partners will be a a, a better position than they were in the spring of uh, twenty two. Uh, I can't say that they're going to have a bunch of inventory, but it is possible that they could still have some inventory laying around. So. You know, right now, if I'm a dealer, I mean, there's a number of things I would do getting ready for the season and we can go through those. But at this particular show, I think uh, for those that are not in the business, it is the time to, um, you know, not just stick your toe in the water, but commit to some relevant floor space and commit to uh, picking up some brands uh, without a lot of necessary inventory behind it because I think inventory levels will be a little bit more protected this summer than they were last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's that's an opportunity. For those that are in the space today, I just ask that they check out um, vendors that we signed on in August that were semi-new to them, as well as ones that we're bringing on here in uh, this month in January. Yeah, and I, I mean, we'll get to that in a second, because that's a, a good segue. But I think an important chance to reiterate that, you know, I know, a lot for a lot of dealers when they hear outdoors, the first thing that might come to mind is those grills. But what an experience and opportunity to see that it is more than just that. That it's it's a lot of outdoor comfort furniture and um, different. You know, you mentioned the uh, the the cooling and and um, you know getting the 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 experience right and, and setting a good temperature that sort of stuff. Like there's a lot that goes into the outdoor space that the comfort products and things like that. So plenty of education uh, opportunities as well you know walking through right. their backyard space for sure um 
but you mentioned the the new product, the, the new uh, you know vendor partners. I, any that you could share? You know, we're sitting here. This will publish in January, so uh, the first of the year will have been here. And um, you know, what what excites you looking ahead for what you're doing in the outdoor space, and and you know, particularly around new uh, brands that will will have available come March at prime time. Well, as you know, we've been. Um uh, we started a luxury to be a luxury appliance division at nationwide uh, a year and a half or so ago and have been blessed with partnering with uh, some key vendors uh, in that space in the luxury appliance space. We're learning how to go after and seek and, and sell the appliance luxury appliance consumer who much in the same is probably the luxury outdoor consumer as well. So um, John O'Halloran and myself, you know, have teamed up to uh, uh, work on some of those initiatives. And one of the benefits is, you know, us talking to a vendor partner that um, is in both the luxury appliance business as well as uh, outdoor. So we're really pleased to be able to announce that we're, uh, we've signed a partnership with uh, Middleby Residential, who owns uh, a number of brands has a focus both in retail residential type cooking products, has a huge dominance in commercial cooking products and the technology that they have there kind of bleeds down into residential stuff. Uh, but they're bringing um, uh, four brands of uh, luxury appliances to uh, nationwide members and three brands of outdoor cooking products. So those will be uh, uh, Kamado Joe in the ceramic uh, cooking, Kamado style cooking, which is number two in the business, uh, Masterbuilt, which is number one in electric smokers, and then uh, Lynx, which is the probably a preferred brand in the luxury gas grill space. Um, and the ironic part is, you know, uh, Scott Grugel at Middleby and I have been talking for, oh gosh, over four years uh, about partnering and, you know, the timing just wasn't right. Uh, Somewhere along the way, we've uh, figured out that 23 is the right year to, to partner. So very excited to have them coming uh, aboard and uh, look forward to uh, the full launch here in January and, and the rollout. Yeah, for sure. And, and what a great opportunity to, you know, get the get their feet under them. I We've seen brands have success jumping right in. You know, maybe they sign in August and they're at the show that, you know, just a few weeks later. But awesome that they'll be able to. Uh, you know, get themselves on board. Like you mentioned, a long history of, you know, talking to these folks and. Um, well, we've got a pretty good, we've got a pretty good base of business with yep. them already. We've yep. been able to share some numbers. Uh, the interesting part is with Middleby Residential is they have one sales force that handles those brands. So someone that carries uh, maybe Viking today, but doesn't carry Lynx grills yep. will be able to, um, you know, pick those up much easier. Uh, or something that's in the indoor space only, pick up the outdoor brand. So uh, we're anxious to leverage that organic growth and look also for new growth with uh, with Middleby Residential. For sure. And, and well, I, you kind of, I think, alluded to or, or started to answer what I was going to ask next. And that that's what excites you about being able to bring, you know, these names in and, and uh, give the members options, right? Like that that's what, you know, it, it, it does at the end of the day is give them, you know, a, a really established name and brand to be able to go to that has a, a bunch of, you know, different segments that they can touch, you know, throughout the, whether it's the luxury space, but also the outdoor space that you mentioned. So uh, what, well, what are some know, of those it, things? Uh, you know, my job and everyone's job at Nationwide is to work for the, on the member's behalf and uh, to make sure that they're happy and profitable and uh, healthy. 
uh, moving forward. So, uh, you know, we vet every brand that comes to us or have a discussion or the ones that we're chasing, make sure that, you know, things are right uh, for the long term. Uh, and sometimes it takes four years for that to happen. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, we want to make sure it's right for the long, yeah. long haul. Um, so we're excited about the diversification of brands and choices we have and uh, what that uh, those opportunities offer our members. Oh, that's awesome. And excited to see them for sure at primetime and, and get, you know, up close with those brands and see what they cook. Cause that's what, you know, I just <laughs> taste everything. That's, that's the best advice I can give you. If you're walking around uh, the, the outdoor area, it's just phenomenal uh, just experience, but you, well, looking to, to, you know, you mentioned the brands and, and sort of what we've been focusing on going into 23. What about the category as a whole? What are some of the things you're keeping an eye on just to bring this full circle and, um, Talk about the the trends that you're keeping an eye on in 23, and where those opportunities exist for members that you know maybe they are seeing that a, a little bit of a softening. But what what areas can they sort of lean into and, and maybe make up some of that ground? Yeah, I think um, I break it down in two pieces: kind of guidance for our members and retailers, what they can do now, and kind of what they can plan for going for for their head in 23 what they can expect from a business standpoint, but then also talk about some consumer trends and yeah. products and those kinds of things. But relative to, to the member, what they can do today, I think, you know, we're still seeing that luxury and premium buyer out there. Those that are confident economically are spending the money. They're spending it on what is, um, you know, the uh, fourth most preferred space, third, third and fourth most preferred space in the home to renovate. So kitchen and baths still lead that area, but it's followed very closely now by home office and uh, outdoor. So typically built-in outdoor kitchen design and uh, plans to uh, execute in the spring are all done now. So the best thing a dealer can do is make sure that they're connected with landscapers, design architects, that whole design community to make sure that they're connected in so that they get that piece of whatever part of the business they're in. If it's consumer electronics, if it's grills, if, you know, whatever it is, outdoor furniture, et cetera. Um, secondly, I would say um, planning um, your demos and promotions for the year. Um, usually these things kind of come together last minute, even though you know they're re-upping on a promotion that they did prior year. It's really important this year, I think, and right now to talk to your vendor partners. If you've got something planned, get it on the calendar, get their commitment for human capital help and or maybe financial. But if you don't do that, it, you know, the vendors are going to have a hard time in 23 coming up with extras. So plan ahead, talk to them. Um, I think next step is to, to, to make sure your website is up to speed and that you're activating all avenues of um, you know, email retargeting and social to get those footsteps. Because we are back to 2019. We're looking for consumers. We're making sure that they come to our store instead of going, going elsewhere. And then lastly, you know, looking for additional revenue streams. And that may happen more at prime time when you have a chance to actually physically see them. But uh, we talked about um, uh, things like uh, related products and consumer electronics looking for new cooking products, whether they be griddles or pizza ovens, which we'll talk about consumer trends here in a second, um, consumables, uh, sauces, rubs, seasonings, getting the consumer in the door uh, for those uh, are going to be important if you're not carrying those and 
and have them in a sample station, uh, you're probably missing the boat. And then comfort products is, is still a great category. So fire, fire tables or flame tables, I'll refer to them as, and fire pits, two separate things, one wood, one yep. you know, gas. Uh, there's lots of options out there. We're working on uh, a couple right now that uh, we hope to bring to uh, prime time as well. Mm-hmm. So um, those would be some of the things I would do right now if I'm, I'm a dealer well, and uh, the, going into going into the season. The the cool thing there too is it 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 does come full circle because we talked at the top about how we're getting back to 2019 and what you know the market was like. Consumers aren't just coming to you because they want to because they can. Like now you have to go out and find them. So it's all about those the marketing efforts and focusing on the areas of the business that we had been for a while that maybe you got a little lax on because business kind of came a little easier as as consumers were antsy to get out and spend. So uh, it's just a, a, a nice way to sum up sort of all those those ideas that you're mentioning as a way that, yeah, we got we to gotta get back to work, got to get back to those basics that we've we kind do. of been hammering we on. We do. So I think as we look at 23 and kind of the outlook for the business before we talk about consumer trends, um, you know, we anticipate it being off slightly, again, single digit. Uh, maybe a little bit more than that in units, but because of price increases, mm-hmm. dollars should be held, you know, held pretty well. Um, focuses on, you know, trying to upsell that consumer once they do come in, yep. uh, so you get to drive a better mix uh, of brands and products. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense, and um, you know, it, it, good to hear that outlook. I, I think it, it sets a nice level for these uh, dealers as they look ahead to this year and what they can expect, but. You mentioned the, the exciting parts, the consumer side. What, what are the consumers looking at? And what, what are some of the things that uh, our dealers need to, to think about on that side? Yeah, I would say, you know, there's no major technology breakthroughs uh, most recently uh, in, uh, in outdoor cooking specifically. Um, you know, the uh, Wi-Fi technology that's all the rage in pellet cooking is still there. It's getting, you know, technology keeps getting better signals and all that but you know as a technology that's that's here to stay in pellets for sure uh links grills the one i mentioned earlier it's coming aboard is the only one that i'm aware of that has a gas grill that is wi-fi based that uh, i don't think that's been penetrated as well as it can and uh, so adding wi-fi to a gas grill could be kind of fun as well um Beyond that really is, uh, I would say, um, induction cooking that's mm-hmm. kind of the rage in the inside of the kitchen uh, is now starting to be introduced on the outside. So instead of having a side burner that's a you know, big gas burner, uh, people are looking at induction as an option and there's going to be more offerings coming there. So I would say that's an inside technology that's coming out as well. Awesome. Well, this is good to know too. You know, I, I mentioned this will drop in January. Where, you know, as you're listening to this, it's mid-January, but uh, this sets sets the stage for me as I go to Vegas at the beginning of January to look at CES and see if there's any what the, what some grow because they show up there they're there so you know it'll be cool to see what they have and maybe we we could do a fo- little follow up and uh, see what some of the crazy things they're starting to introduce in this space but no that's uh, a lot of good insight um, and I I don't want to was there anything else that you wanted to throw out there well just I, I think um, you know the importance of uh, recognizing that. Uh, Ancillary categories, subcategories, if you will, of ovens, outdoor ovens, call them pizza ovens, outdoor ovens, and griddles are still add-on product categories that uh, people that can afford a little bit extra and want something extra are spending money on. And we want to make sure those consumers are coming to us. They're not buying them on the web. Um, and you know, you have the, the offering there, and it doesn't take up a lot of floor space to show those subcategories 
it really makes you look more relevant. Like, you know what, you know, you're in the business. Yeah. Um, so definitely look hard at those. I would say um, the other thing that, um, you know, struck me is um, that uh, consumers are um, looking for, um, you know, renovations. We talked about, they're looking across categories. So if you're in the electronics business at all and not, you know, involved in outdoor TVs and audio video to support this um, luxury spend, if you will, that's going on, you know, make sure you're part of that. Yeah. And I, and I mean, I think it goes to to that point, too, that, you know, the, kind of the, the way if you've been if you're paying attention as a member and seeing sort of the, the way the group has evolved and how retail has evolved the whole home is sort of the approach right now, right? So just because someone comes into your store and, it, you know, you happen to be across several categories, they may be looking at, um, you know, a, a TV. doesn't mean they, they aren't looking at something else in another room that you could uh, sort of work with them with. You got them in the door, use that opportunity and leverage those relationships too. I love that earlier you called out the fact that, you know, uh, the the designers and uh, the, the landscapers, like a great opportunity to get in and, and make those connections and, and, you know, find ways to, uh, you know, leverage your expertise, become that expert for the customer or for that, you know, for that individual that, you know, that landscaper or that designer so that they, you know, look at you as their uh, go-to person in, in the space for the consumer. So I still, I still think there's untapped um, uh, source, a free source, if you will, of uh, uh, new, new business in uh, delivering install mm-hmm. teams that work for our dealers and service technicians that are already in the home doing something else, are they checking out the backyard yeah. or other spaces that the dealer is involved in to say, hey, you know, it looks like you might be doing an outdoor project. Are you thinking about it? You know, can we get involved with you to see if we can make that plan happen? Um, so I love that. Just wanted to throw that out. There. No, that's a that's a great point and something to uh, you're ideas are percolating. I love this. This is why I love talking to you. This is good stuff. And me, you know, already getting me thinking about the next podcast we do, but no, Mr. Lang, this has been a lot of fun and, um, I know you're busy and, uh, you know, look forward to seeing you in Dallas when we get there and, uh, everything and test taste testing all that food, man. I can't wait. I'm going to yeah, look start my diet just, now. <laughs> <laughs> I think just in, you know, in closing, we can't emphasize enough from the, from, uh, nationwide's team, uh, that, you know, look toward diversification in your business during tough times. This first half of 23 is probably going to be a little bit tough still. Uh, and we'll come out of that later 23 and into 24 and feeling much better. But uh, protect yourself, diversify your business, diversify your offerings. Uh, it'll make you a lot healthier and drive hopefully new footsteps and uh, more often uh, footsteps in your door. So yeah. with that, look forward to seeing uh, everyone at prime time. And uh, Rob, thanks for the time today. Yeah, you bet. Great message to end on too. We, we appreciate it. All right. Thanks again to John. Uh, like I said at the top, you know, just always fun to talk to him about the outdoor space and, um, you know, such a knowledgeable guy uh, when it comes to appliances and outdoor and everything he's trying to do there. So um, cool to tap into him. And, uh, you know, he's such a great resource and uh, share some wonderful knowledge about, you know, what he's planning on doing, but also about the trends in the space and, and how, you know, our members uh, and retailers can, you know, take advantage of uh, still a, a growing business here in, in independent retail. So, Uh, appreciate him doing that. And as always, appreciate you listening to the Independent Thinking Podcast, and we'll catch you next time.